Today, we're going to be talking about vitamin D, the sunshine vitamin. Many people know we need it, but did you know that people with adequate levels of vitamin D have a less chance of getting the flu, dying from cancer, and getting heart disease? Interesting, right? That's why we're going to do a quick deep dive into what everybody should know about vitamin D. Welcome to the Beans and Greens podcast. I'm your host, Uko Eze, and today we're going to talk about vitamin D. We're going to get into the weeds of what vitamin D is, why we need it, what happens when we go without it, who is most at risk of being deficient, and how to get it. Before we get started, I do want to mention that all the references to the studies and articles that are mentioned in today's podcast will be in the show notes and on the Beans and Greens website. So let's dive in. So what is vitamin D? Vitamin D actually isn't a vitamin. It's a hormone that's normally produced by our skin in response to sunlight. So you may actually be wondering what you're taking when you take a vitamin D supplement if it's not an actual vitamin. Well, when you take a vitamin D supplement, you're actually taking a group of fat-soluble compounds that serve as pre-hormones or hormone precursors that essentially produce vitamin D within the body. And supplements wouldn't be that necessary but in our current society, we aren't outside like we used to be. So a majority of us aren't getting enough sunlight to produce the vitamin D that we need. On top of that, if you're far enough from the equator, for instance, if you're in Canada, it would be it would still be extremely difficult to get the vitamin D that you need, even if you are outside all the time. So why do we need vitamin D? Like, what's the big deal? Well, the amount of vitamin D benefits may surprise you. To start off, it regulates over 900 genes within the body. That means without it, 900 actions within the body may not function as they need to without vitamin D. One of the genes that vitamin D affects is serotonin, which regulates a wide variety of behaviors like aggression, anxiety. It also affects our cognitive function, our learning and our memory, and also assists in regulating our appetite. Vitamin D is also important for the gut, aka the microbiome. Epidemiological studies, which are just studies of people, have shown that people with IBS, inflammatory bowel disease, and colorectal cancer have low vitamin D levels. And just to note, this could be more correlation than causation, and we're hoping new studies will be able to point out why people with these gut issues have very low vitamin D levels. Vitamin D is also very important for muscle strength. Harvard's Health website pointed out, and I quote, Vitamin D may also help increase muscle strength, which in turn helps prevent falls, a common problem that leads to substantial disability and death in older people. It, is, it also helps regulate calcium absorption and calcium levels in the body, which in turn helps keep our bones and teeth strong. So it's key to building a better, stronger body. And while we're talking about muscle strength, it's important to know that the heart is basically a large muscle with multiple vitamin D receptors. In a study published in 2008, researchers checked the vitamin D blood levels of nearly 50,000 men who were healthy, then followed them for 10 years. They found that men who were deficient in vitamin D were twice as likely to have a heart attack as men who had adequate levels of vitamin D. So vitamin D is very important to heart health. And we won't go in depth in each vitamin D benefit, but there are three other benefits that I just want to let you know about. Vitamin D helps improve your immune function helps with your brain development, and also helps you sleep. So what happens when we go without vitamin D for extended periods of time? 
Well, Harvard School of Public Health titled their vitamin D document a global concern and stated the following, being deficient may increase the risk of a host of chronic diseases such as osteoporosis, heart disease, and some cancers, and multiple sclerosis, as well as infectious diseases such as tuberculosis and even the seasonal flu. It's really that straight and forward. Vitamin D, aka the sun vitamin, really matters. So who's at risk of being deficient of vitamin D? Honestly, in today's society, almost everybody. But if you live north of the line, the imaginary line that connects San Francisco to Philadelphia and Athens to Beijing, odds are even if you go outside, you're probably not going to be able to get enough vitamin D and will need to supplement, which we'll talk about in a second. But if you live south of this line, the imaginary line, you could probably get the vitamin D you need by spending 15 minutes a day outside. And it would be good to still check your numbers just to make sure your body is making it properly. So how do we get the vitamin D that we need? Before we talk about getting it in the supplemental form, it's very important to know that vitamin D is a fat-soluble vitamin, which means your body won't piss it out like B vitamins. Your body will store it. This means that you can take too much vitamin D. So it's very important to work with your doctor and get your levels checked before you start taking a vitamin D supplement. So there are food sources of vitamin D, such as fatty fish like salmon and tuna. But with what's going on with our oceans being heavily polluted and studies showing that heavy metals such as mercury are in these fish, it may not be the best thing to rely on as your source of vitamin D. Also, dairy and breakfast cereals do have vitamin D, which is great, but they have it because they're fortified with it, meaning that it's added. So for most people, the best way to get vitamin D is by taking a supplement. There are two types of vitamin D that you can get in the stores, vitamin D2 and vitamin D3. Based on the research, you want to be taking vitamin D3, and here's why. In a study published in 2014, it was observed, and I quote, in 56 randomized clinical trials involving nearly 100,000 people between the ages of 18 and 107, mostly women, randomized for four years of vitamin D supplements or sugar pills. Put all these studies together and those given vitamin D supplements live longer, also specifically lowering the risk of dying from cancer. The study went on to state that this effect appeared limited to vitamin D3, the type derived from plants and animals, not vitamin D2, the type derived from yeast and mushrooms. And if you're taking a vitamin D supplement, make sure you take them with food. Another study came out in 2014 found that people who took their vitamin D with their largest meal of the day had a 56% increase in absorption. <laughs> That's huge. So now comes the question, how much vitamin D should an individual be taking? Well, it really depends on your levels, which I strongly recommend you working with your doctor just to get checked. However, the NIH, National Institute of Health, stated in their November 2018 vitamin D fact sheet that it recommends people between the ages of 14 and 70 take at least 600 IUs a day. Harvard's health website stated that these guidelines may be overly conservative, and a lot of research shows, as Dr. Michael Greger points out, that 2,000 IUs is a good number for most people to target without the fear of toxicity. Dr. Greger also mentions that people who are considered obese take 3,000 IUs a day. I will leave the link to his recommendation in the show notes, which are very informative and they're backed up with a load of information and a lot of studies. And I just want to highlight there is an issue with taking too much vitamin D or overdosing on vitamin D. 
Um, in a trial, they actually gave elderly people a mega dose of 500,000 IUs, and it actually increased their fall risk by 30%. Um, and this also seemed to be found in other trials. So it seems best to take vitamin D in small doses, as uh, mentioned as mentioned before. So I got my vitamin D levels checked, and they were actually really low. I think the level was five. Um, so I started taking a vitamin D supplement. The the plant based uh, drops. Um, I, each drop is twenty five hundred I use. Um, I was taking it at least five out of the seven days a week. Um, and six months later, I went back for another test and my vitamin D levels were in range. Um, so now I try to take it a couple times a week. Um, and I do notice I feel better around the times I do take it. I know it's anecdotal, but there is absolutely something to this. And before we go, let's touch base on what we talked about in this episode. So what is vitamin D? It's actually a hormone, not a vitamin. Why do we need it? It regulates over 900 genes within the body, and it's key for building a better body. What happens when we go without it? We're at risk for a host of chronic diseases, heart disease, some cancers, multiple sclerosis, infectious diseases. Who's at risk of being deficient? Pretty much everybody in today's society, but especially the people that live north of the imaginary line connecting San Francisco to Philadelphia and Athens to Beijing. Also, how do we get it? We should be taking a vitamin D3 supplement, but should consult with our doctors on the amount that we need to take. However, based on the recommendations, we should be able to take 2000 IUs without the fear of toxicity. And that's our show for today. I know that was a wealth of information, but thanks for hanging with me. And remember, you are what you eat.